0: Mikey and Rin Stay In. Oh yeah. Ho 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 hello. <laughs> this is Mikey and Rin Stay In. And this is Chris Kringle.
1: <laughs> and this is Mrs. Claus.
0: Ooh, you little minx. <laughs> yeah. Hi guys, I'm Mikey.
1: And I'm Rin.
0: Welcome to our 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 program, Mikey and Rin Stay In, the podcast. That's right. The one, the only.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's hope.
0: If you look up Mikey, like in iTunes, if you look up Mikey and the old first show that comes up is Mikey and Bob. And it's basically like a morning zoo show, but like in podcast form. I didn't know that. Yeah. which I'm, And I haven't really listened to it. So if you're a Mikey and Bob fan, bless you. But like, I thought the whole point of like podcast was then you could avoid the morning zoo people that are like, you know, mm. and I think, I don't know. I yeah, I didn't listen to any of it, so it might be totally not that, but
1: I mean, morning zoos are still a thing. So there there's got to be an audience.
0: I know people love the like zany Mhm.
1: need something to really
0: so loud and like I
1: know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I guess something I
1: something to to bring joy to your mornings, I guess. I guess that's what some of those shows do. I have
0: no problem with that.
1: No. I mean, whatever brings you joy these days kind of Yeah go
0: to it. Some of those shows are pretty men's rightsy.
1: Oh yeah, I like it. very
0: Rogan-y. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry if it like Rogan. Yeah, and like the, Rogan, when
1: they do have a stick. woman that's a sidekick, oh boy. She tends to be really self-deprecating and yeah, oh, the shows yeah. are really sexist. It's, oh yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to one since like the early 2000s. I mean, maybe, I but. I
0: heard one on the hip hop station here recently when I was driving in. it was two guys and a girl and a woman and she basically was being sexually uh, harassed. Mm. Like, you know, and of course it was like anything even remotely feminine, like, oh, roses are blooming now. Janice, what do you think roses? You know what I mean? Like it was just anything that was like slightly even feminine. Like if it wasn't about sports or tits, (laughs) which is like arguably tits are the most feminine thing, but like (laughs) these guys would just defer and be like, oh, what do you think about hugs? And like lo- saying, I love you to your kids,
1: Janice. <laughs> and what did Janice say?
0: She was like, Yeah, I don't know, love's awesome. Hug your kids. How <laughs> are you guys? Yeah, such, the, the woman such the woman's tends
1: to be the voice of reason, but it's overshadowed by the fart noises that yeah. they're making, or
0: you know, it's like, like Robin. Quivers is that her name? No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From Howard Stern. Howard Stern, yeah, yeah. Who's like she's the producer of the show. You know that, right? Oh yeah, she's totally. the producer, mm-hmm. and yet she you know got pulled into the show. And I don't know. I-, I have all these people that I love and respect that are like, oh Howard Stern, he's a genius, and I'm like, no, he's not. I, I hate Howard Stern. I don't know. I know you kind of like him.
1: Uh, like is maybe a strong word. I, I, just I don't
0: listen to him much. I'm just like, I mean, his show scarred me as a child. Mm. Like on a TV show on E. It was just—it was so unbelievably offensive. Yeah, like he would just bring women in and like normal, and be like showing their up, uh, filming up their skirts and stuff without their I don't know. I just fuck that dude. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Sorry. Um, this isn't a show about any of this. Well,
1: is it? Isn't it?
0: (laughs) It is. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Mm-hmm. This is we've taken a three-week break in between our last episode and this one because we've just been living.
1: Yeah, really enjoying the pregnancy.: Yeah. It's all happened and is happening. It's so fun and exciting.
0: <laughs> for those of you that might be new to the show and for our current listeners, I just want to just delve back into what this show is at its core. Mm. So our show, yes, is about our journey through fertility. With dick and fart jokes. But we hope in the scheme of things that it can be about something larger than that. Like, yes, we're telling our story. Yes, you get to like kind of hang out with us for an hour or so, um, hopefully every week. But we also want to impart some knowledge. Like, we are smart people. We are professionals. (laughs) My wife is an acupuncturist and an integrative nutritionist. And so she's making a lot of really good decisions and some bad ones. With her, the food that she's eating during her pregnancy, during uh, IVF, during our fertility journey, I'm a chef. I know a lot about food. I know um, a lot about a lot of dumb shit. And so I'm going to tell you some of those things. <laughs> so we hope that the show can be funny, full of a little bit of little nuggets of wisdom. We have some cool interviews every once in a while. Um, but yeah, that's the basis of the show is, you know, our, is Adventures in Fertility. And hopefully, if you're going through that adventure or misadventure, you can gain some things from listening to us.
1: Yeah. Well said, partner.
0: Hey, no problem. (laughs) Did we arrive at the third floor yet? That was my elevator pitch.
1: (laughs) So here we are in week, well, deep into week 12, rounding the corner to week 13. And I'm sure everyone that's listening that's been pregnant has felt this way, likely. But it really does... Just zip on by, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't, right?
1: Yeah, like, I suppose I look at it the, is like, time warpy.
0: We have like an app that you know that shows us like what's well, kind of a, it's the bump. It's the it's the main app that people use for tracking their pregnancy. I'm just kind of unimpressed with it. It doesn't give me all the information that I want to. It's also <laughs> kind of a weird interface, but uh, but it tells you what week you're at, but then it also says how many weeks until you meet your baby, mm-hmm. and I'm like twenty eight weeks. That's over half a year. <laughs> it's a long time. I
1: guess, but I think coming off of oh, IVF <laughs> where yes. literally every step of the way you're waiting for what seems like an eternity. Yeah. This feels like Oh wow, I'm I'm just like things are just occurring and development is happening mm. and Yes, I'm I'm being monitored on some level, but like I don't have another appointment for three and a half weeks. Right. And um there's something so freeing about that. Yeah. And um and I just feel like, I don't know, I've really been able to like sink in and be pregnant and
0: Well, an IVF kind of feels like you're riding your bike in the sand. <laughs> you're just like fucking cranking and you're moving a quarter of a mile <laughs> mm-hmm. an hour. Where like right now, you know that um, Neil deGrasse Tyson thing that he says is science exists whether you believe in it or not. Mm-hmm. Great, I don't know if he was the original one to say that, but I love the idea of it because it's like science, like things are just happening, like oxygen's being made, climate change is just, you know a thing, totally. Like whether you believe in it or not, it's happening, and kind of the 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 fact that the pregnancy is just kind of like like you can be working your dick off with of a pregnancy and like thinking about everything and watching everything you eat or whatever, or you can be like not don't even know you're pregnant. And it's just happening. Yeah. It's, just it's cooking remarkable. Along. That's pretty amazing.
1: Remarkable. We got to hear baby heartbeat again. This is now the third yeah. listen in.
0: This was the third on thir- this
1: little nugget just chugging away. There.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> little locomotive. It well, was on
1: a it was on a Doppler, which yeah. was really quite cool because it sounds like a crackly old timey radio yeah. as she's scanning your abdomen. <laughs> and then finally it's like whoosh 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 yeah. and then crackle, 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 crackle. It
0: was good that we went dressed in our steampunk costumes because we're in definitely Portland, so we wanted to be like oh, on an old time radio. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. I liked the Doppler more than the the really fancy schmancy thing that we had at our last place. The ultrasound. Well, the ultrasound, yeah, the actual ultrasound machine, which is like, you know, insane, probably a $150,000 machine or something. But the Doppler is like a, it's basically like a, it looks like a shitty walkie-talkie with like a weird microphone dildo. Well, it kind of
1: looks like what you scan groceries with or something. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) In uh, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and so I liked it, and I liked, I did like the quality of the, I don't know, I felt like we were looking for whales or something.
1: That was really fun. There's something really satisfying about the, the, like, the search on the belly
0: it was like sonar kind of mm-hmm. yeah
1: mm-hmm. um yeah so had first appointment
0: mm-hmm. with our midwives
1: with the midwives. yeah which is
0: super cool yeah
1: it was really um i don't know and i'm We're also... not saying
0: the name of that
1: N- no I don't... yeah
0: let's well, not unless they pay us
1: <laughs> we also um we it's just me that's pregnant Just so everybody knows.
0: Yeah, I'm not pregnant. I'm gaining weight like I am. Debatable,
1: huh? (laughs) Well, no, you're not gaining weight. I think you're just like having sympathy cravings and.
0: (laughs) Thanks for the thanks for the silver lining on that one. And
1: sympathy nausea and. (laughs) Oh, I
0: I actually have had nausea. Well, it's interesting because yeah, Rini is having a real. She'll probably go into this later, but you know, is having a real bout of nausea, and it's like we are like currently we're sitting about 35 feet away from steak, these beautiful grass-fed steaks Mm -hmm. that we're going to grill tonight. Mm -hmm. We're going to try it. Corinne, well, we are going to grill them. I'm going to eat them. And you're going to watch me. (laughs) But Corinne, like, got a whiff of the steaks, which they don't smell like anything. But, and she's, she's like, thrown into a tiz right now. It's as if there's a nuclear device over there.
1: Yeah, and my pregnant mamas, I'm sure, will know this experience. Once you get it... Once you get it in your nose, once it hits your lips, <laughs> oh boy. once it's in your nose, you can't unsmell it. Um, And meat is just the most offensive smell to me right now. Yeah. It's horrifying. It
0: completely makes sense, I think, from an evolutionary perspective. Like that, that's back the shit in the day, that's going to Yeah, that's the shit that's going to mm-hmm. kill you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's also part of me that feels like we're not probably supposed to eat meat. I don't know. We have incisors. I don't know. There's an argument to be made either way. Mm -hmm. But it feels a little cannibalist. I mean, it feels a little intense. Yeah. And you're growing meat. (laughs) And and that's meat. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Speaking of growing meat. You're
0: talking me out of it now? I'm like, I think I'm talking myself out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is what's been happening is I have a a pretty significant meat aversion. My nausea is much, much better, um, but still have a pretty significant meat aversion. And I'll start, even I'll even just mention, oh, wow, that doesn't smell very good to me, and I don't want to eat it. And then Mikey will start to, I feel like, ruminate on it and just think about what meat actually is. And mm-hmm. um, here he goes. He's <laughs> looking peeking right now. <laughs> and so Ugh. I think that he's getting like sick by association, sort of.
0: I know. Woods, I think eating in general is disgusting. Like it's my favorite. <laughs> it's how I make a living. It's my favorite thing to do. Mm. But if you start to think too much about eating in general, eating, digestion, poop, all the stuff, it's like it's a lot. It's a, yeah, lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And um, autistic kids, I think, sometimes have a real hard time being around people when they're eating.
1: Some yeah, yeah, there was
0: a kid that I grew up in high school. He was in our... and if people were eating, he had to like run out of the room. Mm. And I fucking get it. It's so, ugh, I don't know, squishy and smelly and gross,
1: noisy, noisy. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I am, but I'm definitely having. I'm trying to just ride the roller coaster with you because, like, <laughs> if you want to sleep in. Oh, I'll sleep in. If you want to, like, you know, we want to lay on the couch in the middle of the day and watch a movie, sure. Yeah. And then food-wise, rinny has been having these really fun cravings that are not her normal cravings, like pizza. Like, I know you want pizza a lot, but we don't get pizza a lot. No, I get true. pizza sometimes, but you oftentimes will skip it. And she's been like, the other day she was like, I want an Italian sub. I
1: want my grandfather's sub. She specifically is what
0: I said. said her. Yeah, I was gonna on that. <laughs> but the uh, but her grandfather owned a store, right, and made these subs. And so we. Yeah,
1: he was a butcher. Yeah, and then also owned this little corner store that where he sold sandwiches of you know meat that he cured, and then had various sundries. And his sandwiches, wait, he was like
0: curing. He was curing the meat. He was making well, the curing the he was, I mean,
1: he was at least. So I think I told you about the 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 most traumatic the experience I had. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he we we rolled up to his store one evening, and he just had a deer hanging like in the alleyway, basically, <laughs> sure. and he was just gutting that yep. thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was mortified um, and felt like. I don't know. There was some health codes being violated, <laughs> um, and, but his the back of I mean, the store. He probably store, didn't sell the
0: venison, did he?
1: Oh, I don't fucking know what he did. I don't probably
0: I, just for his, for him.
1: I don't know. We yeah. never ate venison.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, but the the back of the store was a lot of. Meat that was Mm. hanging and such. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think he did. I would have to ask. I would have to ask my mom. No, because that's
0: a pretty intense. Like if he was making salami and drying it and stuff like that, that's pretty intense.
1: Yeah, he definitely had meat in the back. You know, kind of like cooler and in the back. But would he sell cuts? Was it just
0: cutting it for like steaks and stuff?
1: No, he only sold deli meat in the in the.
0: these were not in were the these cooler. human bodies. Was this human God. meat?
1: That's see, this is what we're going to discuss. Did he
0: work? For, yeah, he was <laughs> involved with the mafia.
1: That was not a deer hanging.
0: No, that was, that was Greg. Ant,
1: yeah, that was Anthony in a deer costume. Yeah,
0: I said Greg. <laughs> and it was Anthony. That was Mario. Yeah, um,
1: but uh, God, that was a very yeah roundabout. So Tangent. he had this store. He made sandwiches. Had this really delicious sub sauce, and. um You know iceberg
0: lettuce, like anybody that's been to yeah upstate
1: New York York and has had a sandwich knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and
0: I'll shit on iceberg all day long, but like the second you want to shred it and put it on a on a sandwich, please. This is where all the fucking delis out here, quote unquote, like Portland's one of the best food cities in the country. Mm -hmm. Like it's why we live here. There's there are very few places doing a good sandwich, like a good hoagie, a good like Italian sub. There's like two places in town that are doing a proper one. Everybody else is trying to make it too fucking fancy.
1: Yeah. Take your romaine lettuce and put it on a Caesar salad, for sure. Christ's sake. <laughs>
0: yeah or arugula or whatever like yeah, just yeah. calm down like i know that i want arugula it's great we all love it but like when i'm having an italian sub it's got to be iceberg and like the shit part of the iceberg like, yeah, Totally. So right around the, the bottom of it yeah
1: the like white the, the white part yeah, basically yeah. that's all water and it's just soaked in <laughs> and it's soaked
0: in water it's yeah. been sitting in water and it's yeah it's great
1: totally he also had the right ratio of mayonnaise to which meat to which is like, twice subs- the amount of mayonnaise oh heavier. my god <laughs> he puts so much mayo Oh, God, that would be so delicious right now. My but God. see, this
0: is the thing. This is what Mike. This is what Mikey does in the normal times. Because mm-hmm. I'm the one that's like dreaming about pizza or subs or anything like that. And Rinny's like, doesn't give a shit. She's like, hey, I'm going to make another avocado smoothie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'm so happy to have a buddy in it now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great.
0: Mm. My bindle...
1: I thought we were maybe going to talk about food. We're going to do all talk the things. About the size of the baby, and
0: the- so we're going to talk about some some other stuff. Historically, on the show, we used to do a bindle, which was how we were saving money with the baby coming up. We would do, um, oh god, oh like our. Uh, uh eat the baby eat your feelings yep eat your feelings it was eat your feelings after it was eat the baby so mm-hmm. first it was eat the baby because it would be we'd pick something that you know was the size of whatever the baby was at that moment then rinny had a miscarriage and so then it was eat your feelings so what are we eating to like shove our compact our feelings down mm-hmm. um and what was the third thing
1: like a pro tip
0: oh yeah pro tip yeah i'm a chef she's a health person great totally. What is what's the thing so we're not going to do that tonight. We're gonna, we are going to do an eat the baby.
1: Yeah, and I think we should But do I was going to
0: start with a bindle. And the bindle relates to us eating all the food and stuff. Mm. The bindle is, a good friend of mine said it best. And it was about IVF specifically. And he said, a child is going to cost you at least a half a million dollars over their life. <laughs> so if you're really, really stressing about a couple thousand dollars here and there in like the $30,000 IVF process, just maybe don't have a baby. <laughs> And so the way I'm looking at it is, yeah, we spent that money, but I'm also looking at it like, hey, you know what? You have cravings? Let's just buy some food. Let's order in. <laughs> like, we're sometimes penny pinchy about that stuff, but I'm like, totally. during your pregnancy, psh, don't, well, so no bindle. So my bindle is don't bindle.
1: Especially for the first, tw- you know, first trimester, I was, it was tough to find things that I wanted to eat. Yeah. And so... And uh, he almost
0: barfed over a salad.
1: Oh boy, I had to really choke Choke that lettuce down <laughs> as I retched, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a lot.
1: Um, and isn't that interesting? Like all of the you know nutrient dense stuff that was just a staple before is um, is not my favorite anymore. Yeah, um, I'd love
0: to know energetically what it means about like I know that, and I know that that they don't doesn't mean anything about the kids specifically, but. I'd love to like some see a, like a correlative study of I, I this is all I wanted to eat this is all I didn't want to eat and then like what the kids' personality mm, turns out like yeah. or what their food things are. Well, and mm. it's
1: interesting. I had a um, acupuncturist colleague tell me um, she's done a lot of study w- with various um, teachers. Um, on women's health and mm. Chinese medicine and specifically pregnancy. And so she was talking about how women that are really nauseous during their pregnancy have, she described it like a um, their earth needs to be nourished. Mm. And so she was just saying, um, you know, so... so the, life's the, a garden, the, dig it. Truth. So the concept of earth in Chinese medicine can be... A couple different things, but it's like, you know, the, the sort of center, your, your digestive system, and then also the concept of like, um, mothering and relationship with a mother Mm. and, um, and so, yeah. And so it's, it's interesting to think like when I was younger, I was a real allergy kid Mm, and, you know, had lots of like stuffy nose sniffles and that's very much an, like an earth pathology. Okay. And so um, it's just, you know, and then I've, you know, had food sensitivities and stuff like that throughout my life. So it's just interesting to, to see that perhaps manifest in pregnancy as nausea and food aversions. And not that that's an uncommon thing to oh, have during sure. pregnancy, but yeah, it's that is just interesting. kind of interesting to think. And so
0: I know that I'd I've love really, to see long-term correlations around stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, what was your what was your disposition as a kid yeah yeah
1: and so what's really been helpful for me is to eat like warming spices so ginger is like mm. an um, obvious one for for nausea but also like things like a konji, which i ate today oh boy which is you know like the earthiest food you can eat because like it's rice, basically, porridge. yeah, it's basically like pre digested for you because mm. the rice cooks so- for so long <laughs> and then it's got, um, um, you know, ginger in it and scallions in it, and it's really like what does it, so- have in it? What
0: would you say at the end? Ginger
1: there? and scallions.
0: Oh, you said, sorry. Sound like you said scallions? The way that you pronounced <laughs> scallions, I was like, "Oh, do we have a Lynn Rosetta Casper thing here?" Oh, Shallots? Boy. No, 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 scallions.
1: Um, okay, I'm gonna finish this thought without being interrupted. <laughs> I haven't. That was the first thing I
0: said. <laughs> I never but said. But it.
1: anyway, it's really kanji was deeply satisfying, and um, and really helps to like curb that nauseous feeling.
0: Well, and we talked about it after the kanji. We also had like uh, uh, dumplings. And it was all Chinese food, oh, and it was. Oh, so is that what part of China is? I think I feel like kanji and bao are kind of like in certain area. Well, I don't know. Maybe not, but but I do feel like it's like a it's a, that specific style of Chinese food. Maybe it's northern China, uh, but I feel like well, it's there's definitely more so, wheat
1: in northern yeah. China, more rice in southern China, just because of the climates. And and so I guess that might not work
0: for. But anyways, but that's like bao and like kanji and like those are such, I feel like Chinese food in general, it feels so like a comfort food. It's like it's Definitely. warming spices. It's all the things. And it feels like, of course, that would nurture you as a pregnant mm-hmm. mama. Yeah. Yeah, I love it.
1: For sure. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, um, we're going to talk about something that we made um, that is also deeply delicious, Mm. and not warming at all. No. (laughs) So baby... Eat the baby. Baby this week is the size of a lime. Yep. Which is a misnomer, right? Because it's not a bulbous...
0: No. It's like a more flat experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Um, length of a lime. The length of a lime. From? Measured from?
1: (laughs) Measured from crown to rump.
0: Crown to rump. This was... We saw that on a website. (laughs) Your baby is two to two and a quarter inches... Crown to rump. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Like crown. Got it. That that feels like it makes sense. Yeah. Rump? rump? Who and says that? And our baby, yes, I understand like the fetal position or whatever, but sure. like our baby isn't super tight in a ball. Like the feet look like they're further down than the rump.
1: <laughs> Not a doctor. <laughs> I like that rump was the word choice.
0: Shake your rump. Boss. Yes. Yeah. Or rump shaker. called the
1: rump shaker. Yeah,
0: I never thought about how Teddy Riley, how that song "Rex and Effects," like they call it the rump. It's the rump shaker. Rump shaker. Rump.
1: Yeah, but what would what would you have put in place of that? Butt butt shaker. Ass shaker. Ass shaker. For sure. But you couldn't get it on the
0: radio, probably though. At that point. Oh, true. So rump shaker. But I. What what do you picture when you think of a rump?
1: (laughs) I see some kind of rump roast. Like I see a. I don't even know what a rump roast looks like, but I just see a really large slab of meat that's making me want to vomit right now. Uh,
0: yeah, I see like whatever the st- like Looney Tunes uh, type cast of a grandmother is, and it's her bloomers. <laughs> like she's cleaning the oven, and it's you can see her like weird old underpants. That's a rump. Like I don't like think a of-
1: saggy. Booty or just the bloomers? It's more
0: the bloomers. I don't think about the actual butt itself, but I think about like grandma hair up in a bun, old school Looney Tunes style grandma, and she's cleaning the oven, and I'm like, oh no, I can see her rump. I don't think of like hot girls on the beach in their bikinis. Rump shaker? That was, it,
1: they did a really nice job making that a sexy song. Just
0: shake your rump. Right? I think mean, it's a great it, song. Making
1: it a sexy song while well, using the word rump.
0: There was, You know why that is. That saxophone. Ooh, <laughs> so good. The sax. There's only one letter that's missing. That's change that a to an e. Ooh, saxophone.
1: And the sax always leads to,
0: Bonin. Uh, the it's like rump shaker. I'm trying to think of a good like they they're like in the writing room. and They're like caboose shaker. <laughs>
1: rear rear shaker can we say fanny shaker
0: (laughs) oh that's not very catchy just shake your fanny everyone in England just pops a boner at the same time oh man England's gonna love this fanny shaker it's gonna be a lot of England's British bones
1: oh my god oh
0: that's good Seat shaker. They're called the seat shaker. <laughs> Rump. How about tush shaker? Oh, tush shaker.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well,
0: I think we've covered that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we have fun. We do. Yep.
1: Thanks for coming along for the ride. Friends. We probably, this
0: is the, the other tagline to the show is. Do you want to just come and hear what we'd be doing, anyways? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is literally—we'd be sitting around. Sheety's drinking coffee. It's fucking six PM. And
1: do you want to not eat an edible and feel like you're on a trip?
0: Yeah, you come want to listen. To you us. want to just come and listen to a couple non-stone stoners <laughs> make jokes about Rump Shaker. Oh.
1: Okay. God, I wish um, I'd been
0: involved with that song on any level. Wow. Me too. I would have been a rump shaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The other one I keep thinking of is Hammers. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pumps and a bump?
1: Pumps and a bump. Right. Pumps and a bump and a rump. Right. So
0: good. Pumps and a bump. Because he's boobs and butt is what he's talking about. Yes. Pumps and then the bump is your butt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then he's got... I think we've talked about his croissant dick we, on the show before. We have. If you have not seen the video, YouTube right now. Hammer, and it wasn't MC Hammer. It's ha- after he changed his name to Hammer, pumps and a bump, and he has a great video. He has a um, <laughs> a bikini bottom on that looks like um, Aladdin's shoe. <laughs> it's got like a horn. It looks like the horn on a cornucopia or a yeah. croissant. And I said, I've a hashtag croissant dick. <laughs> He and it doesn't look like he's erect. It just looks like there's it's packed in such a weird direction. It
1: really looks like he just has a snack for later. Like he's just, <laughs> he has the croissant in his pants. Um,
0: I like to I, think it was that, such a strange choice. I like to think that Hammer's rider on his contract is. I need 750 green MMs in a bowl in my room. I need the my trailer to be at exactly 72 degrees. And I need a laminated dough on a string that I can put over my penis, because <laughs> I might. A hammer gets hungry. <laughs> please, yeah. please, hammer, don't snack him. really stupid. Please hammer it out and snack them.
1: Oh, we have derailed.
0: This is like, we have 30 seconds of just laughter. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Here we go. (laughs)
1: Well,
0: So we're going to eat the baby. The baby is the size of a lime. Yes,
1: correct. And? So something delicious that we've done. What Um, What
0: else is it the size of?
1: Um a plum? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lime and a plum. So um <laughs> I've also had cravings for just like things that are kind of cold and I mean ice cream for yeah. sure. And but acidic. And acidic, mm. yes. That's kind of, that's the key is like acidic fruits and um so a really delicious, super easy fruity ice cream that we've made. Um In a food processor, some coconut milk. Yep. Uh, Ahead of time, sorry, freeze a banana. Mm -hmm. And I cut it up before I freeze it. Yeah. Makes it easier. Um,
0: Or you can buy the pre frozen banana chunks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They do have those. 365 and stuff like that. They have nice ones.
1: Um, So coconut milk, banana, and then you can really add whatever you like. But because baby is these sizes, we did some um, frozen plum. And then just did some uh, zest, lime zest, and
0: you could zest it, or you probably could put just a little juice in with the um, yeah. Coconut I guess milk. it
1: wouldn't. It probably wouldn't mess with no. That.
0: I don't think so. And then we've also done you know strawberries and different things, but this was like the plum lime. You could add a little ginger in there. Like Ooh, a ginger, ginger
1: would be really good. Yeah, yeah,
0: a little um, salt.
1: Yep, salt is key. I was going to mention that. Sorry, um, and then food process it up. And it doesn't, you know, it's not it's not going to be ice cream, obviously.
0: But, no, but um, it's, I've heard people call it an ice cream ooh, nice cream. Oh, nice cream. That's yeah, good. Yeah, it's really nice. But it's eh, but it's um it's not not ice cream. I
1: know. The coconut It's milk pretty
0: fucking close especially if you really really hit like make it like blend for a while like you want to make sure it doesn't melt. Right. But it's a nice consistency.
1: Yeah, I uh. totally agree. It's best eaten, I think Right after you blend it. Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah. once you put it back in the freezer, it gets a little freezer burn and it's just Well, and not... the,
0: the liquid, the water separates a little and yeah. freezes hard. Yeah. It's yeah. not...
1: It's it's definitely a um, a dessert to be enjoyed. Um, what do you a call that? A la minute. Yeah. Thank you. Um. God, I think we need to get the fuck out of here, minute. Oh, see, this is this is
0: if if you listen to this episode and this wasn't for you, then fuck off, because this is like exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life: is tell dumb jokes, laugh a lot. Hopefully, you laugh with us and give you a little. Think bit about hammers, croissant, dick. God. If that doesn't help with fertility, then I don't know what does. It <laughs> yeah. looks like the fertility, because cornucopia is a sign of fertility, or a symbol of fertility. Mm-hmm. And then there was a horn that the uh, Mayans used to wear, I think. Yeah. I think that... Maybe oh, that
1: was the intention. Hammer, in the video.
0: It, he's a PhD historian, right? Historian, right? <laughs> I believe so. Can he Can he call himself a doctor? Why not? He's probably delivered a baby. <laughs> Joe Biden, no doctor for you. Hammer, you got it, buddy.
1: <laughs> um, friends, we'd love to hear from you. This totally. is going to be our last show of the year, because...
0: Um, oh, right. I know. I we should do a little like 2020 send off. Yeah. Fuck you, 2020. That's my send off. <laughs> Eat a fat day.
1: Yeah. It's got my double middle fingers.
0: Yeah. And um, it's, but
1: I- we were really thinking today about 2020 and um, I got pregnant in 2020. Amazing. Um, we were able to keep working and like both of our businesses were doing great i had to close one office but transition right to another one totally um we you know, really we just, summer
0: boyed it up we
1: did yeah we, we went really out and did.
0: hiked and camped and really did it up and, and i hope that people were able to do that i know that's not available to everybody but yeah um yeah we, we were did it
1: really right. really lucky in Kept our heads right too yeah
0: yeah totally so yeah so fuck you still 2020 but um but there was some good in it yeah yeah and it's i hope that we can kind of within the dumpster fire Find the phoenix. Rises of the phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find it, but uh, yeah, um, but, yeah. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you guys. You know, we're. Um,
1: what are you excited about for twenty twenty?
0: Excited about yeah. 2021.
1: Twenty twenty one. We're not going to do, do twenty twenty right again. No, we're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and also, let's just. Someone said it the other day. Like, I think it's great that every, that we're talking about twenty twenty one. Like January first, everything's just going Everything, to be perfect. Yeah, totally. January twentieth, everything's going to be. Per- you know, no. It's like there's still going to be some bad shit going on. Why? But I don't know. If we can weather twenty twenty, we got it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Unless serpents start growing from our nipples or something, like <laughs> I think we're gonna be all right.
1: Let's eat at Mikey and Rin. Stay in Duckham. dot com. Yep. You can shoot us an email.
0: Totally. And you know, we always ask you to review the show. That's fine. Review the show if you want. Oh, um, we'd love it. But what we'd also like you to do is, if this show resonates with you, or you have people in your world that are going through fertility stuff bounce them to us. Have them come and listen to the show. It's fucking free, it's fucking fun, and it's, you know, it's I just think it's something that while we were going through for you know, the infertility stuff, I would have liked to have heard people talk about it in a frank way like we do. Mhm. Yep. Totally. And we're also at this point, we're an IVF success story. So like, yeah. you know, tune in to listen to a couple heroes humble brag about all <laughs> the things that they did perfectly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
1: We love you guys. Love you. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy
0: holidays. Spend it with the people that you can, and but also really connect with... I think what's been cool about this year, not to lengthen the show up, but is that we normally like go out and see your family, which we're obviously missing so much. So fun. But, but it's forced us to actually engage with a lot more of our neighbors and things like that mm-hmm. for the holidays and like mm-hmm. tell them how much we appreciate them.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Which I think it's great.
1: Um, all right, we're signing off. We're going to go watch a
0: couple holiday movies.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, you guys, we love you. I'm Mikey. I'm Ray And this evening, we're gonna stay in. We're gonna stay
1: in. God, it's such a somber ending.
0: We're gonna stay. In. We're gonna, gonna eat some Nog and egg 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 drink some walnuts too. <laughs> 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 walnuts? <laughs> chestnuts? Sure. Roast on your open fire.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Have ya. <laughs>